Hey metalheads, you like tattoos? Of course you do. If you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, come on over the bridge to Clarksville, Indiana and get you some ink done at Ageless Art. If ink isn't your thing, they have a piercing studio as well. Visit agelessartclarksville.com to see some frequently asked questions, meet the staff. The shop is open Monday through Thursday, 12 to 8 p.m., Saturdays, 12 to 10 p.m., and Sundays, 12 to 6 p.m., all appointment-only spots. You can set up your appointments by phone at 812-283-1793 or email agelessarttattooandpiercing at gmail.com and someone will get you set up for your first or your next tattoo or piercing. Hey, it's Jeff McNichol down here at Mom's Music, 1900 Melwood Avenue. I was just thinking, when I was a kid, the magic was at Frankfurt Avenue, the Mom's Music at Frankfurt Avenue, and I used to beg people to get a ride down there just to hang out with the guys and see all the cool gear. Now that I'm the owner of this store, it's like a dream come true. We're recreating the magic with the vibe that we used to have at the old store. We're carrying all the gear that you're going to possibly want. We're giving you the outstanding service and personal attention that you deserve. Yeah, so we've got the great guitar shop here. We're carrying USA Fender, USA Gibson, Paul Reed Smith, Gretsch, Jackson, Charvel, anything you could possibly want. We're going to have it for you. Mom's is and always will be Louisville's music store. Tuning into the Metal Forge, I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you all for tuning into the Metal Forge. My name is Mark Jackson, and I am your host. This week, I have Andrew Bansall from Metal Assault Records in the Metal Forge. We are going to talk about some awesome fucking stuff with this guy. He is about to celebrate the 12-year anniversary of Metal Assault Records. That is super cool to me, because... If you can put out other people's music and you can consecutively do it for a considerable amount of time, that is rad because not everything is a huge record label. We turn to our friends, we look to the click, as somebody would have said at one time, that that's how we do it here in the independent music scene. You know, we don't have to have places like Columbia's and Sony's and Epic's and all that shit. We're going to have it. We're going to do it our way. And that's what it's about. So more on that with Andrew here in just a few minutes. So it's the end of January already. How the fuck are you guys? How are you feeling about 2022? Personally, I'm going to 11 this year with the show. We're going to be getting bigger and better acts 
Not saying that nobody who has not been awesome already, but we're going to continue to pump out awesomeness each and every week. Hell yes, that's what it's all about. Another cool point of interest here. I said a few weeks back that once I hit 3,500 likes on the Facebook page, that I would be doing a Vinyl Blind Pack giveaway on Facebook Live and you know Instagrams and TikToks and all the all the social media stuff, right? And be giving shit away. So that just recently happened a few days ago. So pay attention to the Facebook page and the Instagram page because I will be making a post of when I'm going live. So all of you can check in. You will get to see your name on the wheel and see where you're at. You know, see who's going to win this awesome vinyl blind pack because that's what I like to do here. I I like to incorporate you people as much as possible because without you... The show, you know, I'm just broadcasting to nobody. And you guys have made this an awesome success for me, and I absolutely love you. So please, share it to your friends. Like, subscribe on all of the social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. It's all Metal Forge Radio. Please rate and review the podcast on any platform that allows you to do it. iTunes, Spotify, if you can do that there. Please just rate and review visit the website metalforgeradio.com get a glimpse of who's coming on the show and honestly the cool thing too is in the next couple of weeks i'm going to be announcing the first metal forge live showcase of 2022 i haven't got to do one since uh, 2019 since december of 2019 because of covid and everything else i just didn't want to do an actual show And, you know, run the risk there, you know. So, seriously, rate and review, like, share, and follow. I cannot stress that enough. Down below, there are links to the sponsors. And without you guys supporting them, they can't support the Metal Forge either. And I am so grateful that you all do help these businesses. Whether you're listening to their podcast, you're buying instruments from them, you're going and getting tattoos, you're going to the Discogs page. Thank you all so much, and continue to please support all of these guys. You know, Ageless Art, Tattoo and Piercing, Mom's Music, Maxwell's House of Music, Better Days Records, Unchained Tapes, Mercenary Press, The Wrestling Steve Show, The Night Demon Heavy Metal Podcast, The It's Gonna Get Weird Podcast. Keep supporting those guys, because every bit helps us at the Metal Forge, and it helps them too. Also, making sure you all uh, click on the Spotify playlists as well. You get to hear all of the previous uh, bands that have been on the show, and you'll be supporting those people as well, too. Thank you all. I do want to keep this short, and I do want to keep it sweet today. So, because Andrew is not a musician himself, he is a proprietor of metal, we're going to play a band that's been on the Metal Forge before who is signed to Metal Assault Records. This is Dead Wolf. And we are going to be listening to Wanted Man. Oh, 
All right, metalheads, I'm being joined here on the line through this nice new way of communication through Zoom. You know, we've been doing these for uh, about a year and a half in Zoom now with Andrew from Metal Assault Records. And this is a treat because we're here promoting the 12-year anniversary show. Hey, uh, it's good to be on the Metal Forge. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's a pleasure to be on here. And um, I appreciate all the support with the... Uh, you know, you guys being the media partners for the anniversary festival coming up. Yeah, lots lots to talk about here, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I mean, other than that, first, dude, are you doing all right? How you doing, man? Oh, I am good. How are you? I, I'm doing fairly well. We're actually, uh, by the time this is being recorded, we're getting snow. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. First, first well, we don't have that here. Yeah, right. We watch it on TV, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you're in L.A., and... Tell everybody out there in Metal Forge land about Metal Assault Records, like 12 years. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. Yeah, it's been uh, quite a journey. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to believe it's been that long, but I guess if I didn't have a calendar in front of me, I wouldn't really notice that it's been that long because it's just been what I wanted to do all along. Uh, So it started out in 2010 as MetalAssault.com, which is like basically for me, it was just an outlet to be able to document my concert experiences in LA, meaning writing concert reviews and doing interviews with bands and all that other stuff. Like, you know, whatever it entails to be a metal blog, as uh, I'm sure you're aware and other other people listening um, are aware of, you know, the metal blogs out there and what they do. So that's what I was doing for quite a few years in the beginning. And then things transitioned into... Um, basically me going out on tour with bands and i first band i toured with was night demon which i think is a band that you had on your show recently i toured with them for quite a while and with bands like warbringer and huntress um and stuff like that but then it came to a point where i needed to reestablish my home base in la because i was barely i was barely ever home during those uh years from like around 2014 to like 17 um so then i kind of started promoting my own shows here in la at various uh, venues um so from that i think it was just a natural transition to start the label because i just had a big enough network of bands and i had enough resources to be able to start uh, a label um so the label started in 2018 so you know uh, coming up on about um a little over three years on the label side of things but yeah to like kind of long story short like uh, metal assault as an entity has is going to be 12 in february um but it's kind of been a journey and even the the company itself so to speak has has kind of branched out and evolved into different things you know so these days it's it is a label it is still a promotion company uh with uh our events and also artist management and all that other stuff, you know. So yeah, lots going on. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been uh, quite a ride so far. You know? Definitely. And yeah. you, you mentioned you know being out on the road with bands like Night Demon and Jarvis yeah. is a plethora of musical information. Yeah. I mean, with Iron Grip and all of that, with his management and his label, what everything that he's doing as well which he seems like a very awesome guy to talk to about stuff like that too. So kudos to, you know, learning from one of the best. 
Yeah, of course. Especially I mean, in yeah, independent was, music. Yeah, we spent a lot of time together, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah. what made you transition to an actual label? Because in the the independent metal world, you know, playing in a band and you don't get picked up by these giant media conglomerates like a Columbia or a Sony or any shit like that, you, you look to your friends, you look to the ones that that support you, you know, your friends, your fans, the, the, the independent labels, what made you want to do that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, um, even back when I was doing the blog, um, as just metalassault.com, I mean, that became very well established. I mean, not just within LA, but even nationally and internationally, where I had a lot of followers who were reading my articles and stuff like that. And I was getting into all the shows here, like on the media list, which, I mean, there's a lot of media in LA, like in the music industry. So it's not the easiest thing. So, you know, I was getting to interview like people like Rob Halford and like the biggest of the names, you know, but then I think for me, it came to a point where I wanted to use that um, audience to actually promote people who need promotion. So I went in a different direction where I, I, I took a deep dive into the local underground scene and just the underground uh, heavy music scene in general, like all over the world. And, you know, that kind of became like a big, um, a big aim for me to, to support the underground and to help like some of those artists break out, like the ones who deserve it. So when I started promoting shows, like, yeah, my main focus was on booking bands like that. And I wasn't really chasing like the big names because there's already promoters who are well established who, you know, who run the big shows. So I'm not right. trying, I wasn't, I was not trying to compete with them. And the same idea went with the label. I mean, I wanted to create a platform and a home for deserving bands who are unsigned. You know, I wanted to sign uh, the ones that are uh, worthy and, um, you know, again, like I'm not trying to compete with like the bigger labels by any means. Like I can't and I'm not trying to, but I'm trying to create my own niche with, you know, having bands that are unique and that deserve the attention of, of um, as many people as we can reach. So Definitely. yeah, um, that's the whole point of it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Because you do have quite a few different bands that are on your label from like Old Blood, which is what they are compared to like, yeah, he's, he's yeah. even wearing the shirt here yeah. to, you know, Dawn Fades and to Solar Haze, who was just on the show last week. And, you know, a Dead Wolf, for example, it's just all these different bands or you get someone like uh, the Haunted Garage band yeah you have no like you said you're you're your own niche for that you you don't have like you're not like a shadow kingdom where it's all this particular style and then you're just repressing way older stuff too yeah yeah i mean that's like uh, you nailed it pretty much because that's been my mentality since day one um just having a very broad range of of, um, you know, pref I mean, yeah, I don't have any specific, like, um, preference in terms of what type of subgenre or anything of that sort. I, I think there's definitely good bands in every different style. And there's bands that are pushing the boundaries where you can't really even define them. You know, I think a lot of bands on the label are like that, where I'm like, what do you even call them? Right. Like Old Bloody, you mentioned. Um, I mean, they kind of, um, pretty much coined their own genre they 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 say 
that they play acid doom and that's it. I mean, I think there's really no other way to describe them, you know, like in any generic terms. So that's just one example. And yeah, I think, um, that was the whole point for me is to, um, ha have the label and just everything I do be a reflection of my own, like personal tastes, like in terms of heavy music, which is very broad and kind of, you know, all over the place, but in a good way, you know? So yeah, I think, uh, you have your observation is correct with like some of the bands that you named and it it's like there's so many other bands too that it just gets like pretty wild if you really kind of sit down and listen to everything you know? absolutely and one that i did not mention that came to me after mentioning bands was Beatallica. yeah yeah, like yeah. Uh, that's a crazy crazy one for sure um so i'm glad you mentioned that so it's kind of um I mean, it's kind of like a, you know, one of those things that come full circle because back in 2010, they did a West Coast tour, which is kind of rare for them because they never really come on, came out to the West Coast. You know, they're from Wisconsin and they toured Europe more than they ever toured the U.S. And I think that's still true. Um, but back then I interviewed them and, and we kind of kept in touch. Um, and like they contacted me like um, last would be 2020 about you know potentially signing with the, with my label. I guess it was also one of those things where you know I mean as a lot of people might know their whole uh, style is like a Beatles Metallica mashup. But I think with the new album that we just put out a couple of months ago, they're definitely going more towards like the Metallica side of things in terms of like the overall sound you know like more metal right so that's why they wanted to associate with metal assault records as opposed to um you know whatever they were on before i think which which was more leaning toward just like the comedy genre but now it's like more more heavy metal you know so yeah that's um it's definitely a pleasure to have them on um on the label and hopefully like the plan well the plan is um for them to get out on tour this year so hopefully like you know uh, people can also see uh, uh, some of those tunes live, like the new ones, you know. For so, sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. And about the that band in particular, as well as uh, the other ones that we had just mentioned, it takes a, I think it takes a smaller label like yours to be able to push bands like that and get them where they need to be. Because when you've got these other mid- to like bigger size independent labels, they've got so many bands signed to them that you just kind of get a little bit lost in the mix sometimes. Not yeah. not necessarily as lost in the mix as Motorhead signed to WTG and Sony, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's still yeah. there's still special care that needs to happen for some bands out there, and I think that's a band that special care would need to happen for. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's. It's not everybody's cup of tea, so it, it, I guess it just has to be um, taken on and promoted by somebody who gets it, you know. So I think that's that's me. Like uh, at least I, I would like to think so, you know. So yeah, I mean, um, you're right about that for sure. Um, and I think that applies to every band anyway, like on the label. That I feel that I'm the right person to have them on and promote them. So that's why I have them, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey everybody, let me tell you about the new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Unchained Tapes. They're an independent Pennsylvania tape label. They focus on extreme metal and punk with a killer approach to the tape scene. 
visit their web store at unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com now to get your fill of tapes. And for being a Metal Forge listener, enter the code METALFORGE10 at checkout to get a 10% discount on your total purchase. That's unchainedtapes.bigcartel.com. Hey, let me tell you guys about Mercenary Press. They're an independent London label and distributor of all things metal. Mercenary Press delivers the goods from their own independent zine. Trust me, you're going to want to get in on that. To distributing various bands from all over the world, including Cramp from Spain and Sadistic Force from Texas. Visit mercenarypress.bigcartel.com to find out what all they have in stock and what you can order. And for Metal Forge listeners, enter code METALFORGE to receive a discount on your total purchase at mercenarypress.bigcartel.com. Check it out now. Since 2013, there has been a calling from the underground. From the graves of all those unholy, and they decided to make a zine to talk about all of this. Soul Grinder Zine! An independent metal zine to keep you informed on all things metal and horror from the underground. Available in both print and digital formats, they're bringing you the best interviews and reviews out there today. Not only do they do the zine, but they also do compilation CDs. Check them out at facebook.com slash soulgrinder.zine and start your subscription now. As we're here talking about the label and such, and now we've got the 12-year anniversary show, that's a big two-night event that's happening on the 12th and 13th of February, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we, I mean, I wanted, I always kind of wanted to do something big on the anniversary because, like, to me, that the, the exact anniversary of the launch of Metal Assault is February 13th. So to me, like, I always definitely make a post about it every year, but I've always wanted to do, like, um, something big, like, event-wise, and fortunately, I recently started doing shows at that venue in Palmdale called France Plants, which is like a super amazing, like it's live music venue plus a brewery within itself. And it's, it's like, it's pretty big. It's a little bit outside of LA, but I mean, it, I think it has to be because it probably is not really possible to even have a place like that in like LA city, you know, in the heart right. of the city. So uh, to me, that's like a perfect venue for like a, like a destination festival type thing. So yeah, I mean, we're having a two day event there, February 12th and 13th. February 12th is kind of more like the sort of death metal, extreme metal day. And Sunday is more like the rock and roll, like, um, doom, traditional metal, more like the kind of, you know, comparatively mellow day, like <laughs> compared right, to the first right, day. Right. So I, I, I said it like that just so. If people are only going for one day, then they can kind of pick what they prefer, you know. I mean, obviously, all the bands are are amazing. Um, so um, I've already heard from some people that they're definitely planning on going both days. So I would, yeah. 
I would I would recommend that for sure, you know. Yeah. And that's another thing right there, what you just said a minute ago about, you know, curating each day to a specific style. Because that was I love festival shows. And that's always my gripe with festival shows is you might get this band on Thursday and four of the other bands you want to see on Sunday. And yeah, you're, and you're almost forced into buying the ticket for the whole yeah. thing, which the DWP stuff out there is expensive as shit already. You know, like the aftershocks and the, the yeah. not louder than life. You know, you're looking at a $300 ticket for all four days and it's like, fuck. But. That's actually a great idea to have when you have your own festival show. So I'm totally yeah. down with that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm trying to be the good guy here, you know, like right. I'm not trying to not trying to force people or or gouge them for anything like that. If uh, we just kind of split the lineup like that, but I mean, but even within each day, there's there's definitely still um, variation from each one band to the next. But I think there's still like a connecting thread, you know, within right. like the one day lineup and the uh, I mean within each day's lineup you know so yeah um I think I'm glad that it came together the way I imagine it would like luckily enough you know with the pretty much most of the bands that I wanted were available and interested so yeah it worked out pretty well absolutely and you've got what 18 bands over the two days yeah 18 bands over the two days so nine on each day um you know um I guess I can quickly run down the lineup for people who are, since I have everybody's attention here, why yeah, not? Right? Definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Go ahead and go ahead and shout out your Saturday lineup. Yeah. The day one is Saturday, the 12th of February, and that's headlined by Claustrophobia, which is a death trash band from Brazil, which now is based in Las Vegas, but they're, you know, so they're headlining. Then Voices of Ruin or, um, uh, death, melodic death metal from Orange County, which is a uh, south of LA. Right. Through the Oculus, um, band on the label, Malison, uh, Fortress of Empyrean, Fermenter, Bone Maggot, and then two, um, local bands from, um, the Palmdale area, Stealing Yawns. The last one is, um, a bit of a, a tongue twister, but I'll give it a shot here. Um, they're like, um, it's like a one man death metal band called, uh, Yandiri Chainsaw Regurgitation Factory. So nice. that's day one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, he'll be opening the show. So that'll be like quite a start, like, you know, to the whole thing. So that's day one. And then day two is like, like I mentioned earlier, like a little more, um, rock and roll side of things. So we have Void Vader as a headliner. Then we have Old Blood and Dawn Fades. Then a band called Authors of Fate. Then Simani and then Sea of Snakes, Wild Charge. Sunwick and we are wasted. So that's the lineup. Um, so overall there's about eight, eight or nine bands that are on the label and other bands are like not on the label roster, but some of them I've, I've like worked with for many years, um, just through my local promotions. And obviously there's some that are local openers, you know, just to, uh, also serve the local, uh, the local scene in uh, Palmdale. So I think it's a pretty good, uh, Good mix in that sense, you know. Yeah. And also, you know, we also want to throw out here too the pre party on the eleventh. Yes, of course. With yeah, so Behold the Monolith. Tell me about that too. So you got actually three shows, bam, 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 back to back to back. Yeah, exactly. So well the main fest is obviously in Palmdale, but since that's a little outside of LA, 
I also wanted to do something like more like in LA County for, you know, as a pre-party. So I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of like the whole reason why I put the main festival on Saturday and Sunday so that we can do something on Friday as well. So yeah, the Friday show is the pre-party officially for the uh, anniversary fest. That's at a venue called Supply and Demand in Long Beach. Uh, amazing venue, by the way, too. And it's headlined by Behold the Monolith, which I have basically kind of um, written about them and, and supported them since the beginning of Metal Assault, even before the beginning, maybe. Like, I think I might have seen them even before I started the website, like locally, you know. Um, so they're headlining. Then I have Circle of Size, which is another band on the label. Um, Circle of Sides is probably the hardest band to describe. Like, I think it's just when people ask him, like, you just have to listen, you know, simple as that. <laughs> and then, uh, um, the Black Sound, which is a, a really good, uh, local doom band. And then the Blue Prison, which is another band on the label. Uh, they're an instrumental duo. So yeah, that's, uh, that's the pre-party lineup. So that's more like just a regular show, like four bands, you know, starting at like around eight, eight PM. But right. the the festival days, the music starts at 4 p.m. and goes on till midnight. So, yeah, lots of heavy music over the three-day weekend. You know? Hell, yeah. And it is, yeah. uh, you know, Valentine's Day is on that Monday. So <laughs> take your lovers out to this festival <laughs> yeah. show, you know. Go, go get yeah. awesome tattoos, matching tattoos of each other's names, and, you know, <laughs> and, and and go spend some time w- with Metal Assault Records, you know, and help them, help yeah, them bring in 12 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very much looking forward to that, you know. Um, yeah, it should. Um, it's definitely like the biggest undertaking for me, like in terms of booking an event, you know. I've never really done uh, a, like a festival type thing like this before. I mean, people have always asked me or... Uh, mentioned it to me that hey why don't you do like your own fest i'm like you know maybe i will someday but i think this is the right time and the right occasion to do it so yeah you know um should be should be cool hell yeah man uh, just real quick uh, one thing yeah. i should also mention is uh because i you know i just remembered that this interview will be posted by the time what i'm about to say will be public so i want to mention it now since that's the case yeah we are also launching we are also launching um a beer because you know transplants brewing is its own they, they brew all their beers in-house so um i'm collaborating with them on a metal assault themed beer which is um called sound mind and it's like um 5.5 percent alcohol ipa um so that's another like uh, to me that's like a huge thing because it's not a joke to have like you know uh to be able to kind of launch your own beer and who knows where that will lead to. I mean, I, I have plans for that, like going beyond the festival, but at least for right now, that's like tied in with the festival event and people can, um, you know, can get a taste of that, um, at the fest as well. So yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. You know, you know what? That is awesome because yeah. I went to a festival show back in August of last year and they did this something similar with that. They had their own labeled uh, beer there, and it was it was really fucking good. And it's like yeah. that seems like a new thing that metal bands today are putting their names on everything. It's beer, yeah. it's hot sauce, it's whatever, and that that kicks ass. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if I mentioned this uh, earlier, but uh, I guess I mean I 
fast forwarded because it it was a long story when you asked me like you know what's the history with metal assault but i should mention that the reason i went out on tour with bands was because i was initially like i was doing i was handling their merch booth and then i started tour managing and all that stuff but yeah like basically like the whole merch um side of things is something i've i have a lot of experience in you know so yeah like um that i think that also ties in with what i do with the label like in terms of merchandising and stuff like that um and yeah you know um you're right about that whole um like branding you know these days like even recently just last month um well in december of 2021 um night demon asked me to work their merch at the decibel metal and beer fest out here in los angeles yeah and guess what guess what they were launching that day at their own hot sauce called uh heavy metal heat you know perfectly yeah. named right it's lucky it's lucky when you already have a song which goes perfectly you know with that but yeah <laughs> i mean uh, just you know um that whole um merch uh, side of things is really to me it's uh, to a lot of people it's mundane or something that nobody wants to do but to me that's like that's the one of the main reasons why i like doing this you know because that's where the money is at so yeah right and yeah. of course, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about there because, uh, the Metal Forge Blacksmith hot sauce, there's still a couple bottles available. If you go to the Bandcamp page, shameless plug, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug, uh, welcome to the night. You think, you know, night demon, then the night demon heavy metal podcast is for you. Step into the darkness as we peel back the curtain to give you an unprecedented all access look into the mind and the heart of the demon. We're talking band history, song analysis, studio anecdotes, stories from the road. It's everything a diehard Night Demon fan could want and more. This is the only place to learn the inside scoop, the deep dive trivia, the untold tales from the band members themselves and those closest to the Night Demon story. Need more? The sacred Night Demon crypt will be pried open to reveal demo recordings that have never before seen the light of day. All with in-depth commentary by the band and the people who were there for the writing and recording process. This is a gold mine, a treasure trove of all things Night Demon. Head over to nightdemon.net or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Metalheads, it's with great pleasure I get to tell you guys about a new sponsor to the Metal Forge, Ageless Art, New Albany. After 20 years of owning and operating Ageless Art in Clarksville, Indiana, Phil Garrett had a vision for a new type of tattoo studio, something that is clean and modern, sleek, refined, inviting. And he's done just that with Ageless Art in New Albany. You can find it at 2736 Charlestown Road, New Albany, Indiana, 47150. Business hours are Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Sundays are 12 to 6. All sessions are appointment only, so give them a call and go get you some new ink. Or if it's your first time, go get your first one, baby. Hey guys, Wrestling Steve of the Wrestling Steve Show here. Uh, so if you're currently listening to the Metal Forge with Mark Jackson, then you understand that Mark Jackson has a pretty discerning taste when it comes to music as a whole. You'll also understand that he has a discerning taste for professional wrestling, just like me. The, my show is called The Wrestling Steve Show. Uh, I talk about modern and classic pro wrestling in a completely unbiased, unfiltered way. 
be sure to check me out on all available podcasting platforms. That is the Wrestling Steve Show, and I am the host, Wrestling Steve. Just remember, uh, like like Confucius said, uh, man who goes through turnstile in Thailand uh, is going to Bangkok. Pro wrestling. But yeah, let's go ahead, because like I said, you're no different. You're a proprietor of metal, though, as opposed to just being a player of metal. So I'm going to ask you some of these questions that I ask all these other people that come on the show. Yeah. What was your favorite TV show growing up? My favorite TV show growing up? Oh, wow. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't know. It's kind of... Well, the thing is, I I didn't grow up here. I grew up in India, so... It's like, I, I guess I come from a different background in that sense, you know? So, I mean, I don't really have like as much in terms of like, um, American pop culture references. Okay. But I mean, I guess I guess I could, I could answer your question, um, uh, with like my favorite show, um, not just like growing, not growing up, but afterwards, I guess. I mean, okay. I really like, uh, I, I mean, uh, Dexter is one of my favorite shows. Breaking Bad is uh, in the same category. So right yeah, those yeah those shows I do like a lot. You know, um, they, I in terms, I guess in terms of comedies, the that seventies show is always you know fun. So yeah, you know, I didn't grow up with those shows or anything, but I mean, I caught on to them afterwards. I guess you know, so right. I guess it's but they the still made same. an impression. Yeah, exactly. Probably the same amount of impression that it would have made on anybody who watched them growing up. You know, so, definitely. Yeah. What is your favorite word? My favorite word, I guess in terms of something that I end up using a lot, like without even thinking, um, I tend to use the word elusive a lot. Elusive, you know, E-L-U-S-I-B-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It kind of ties in with whether I'm talking about somebody who I can't get a hold of or, you know, somebody <laughs> who's l- somebody who's late. And then I just kind of like make fun of them saying, hey, oh, here's the elusive mister whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. And people are like, "Oh, what the what the hell is this? Like some word? What are the day toilet paper or something?" I'm like, "No, I just like that word somehow, you know." Um, I mean, it's not a positive word, but I like it. I guess you know? definitely, definitely, yeah. Denim or leather? Denim or leather? Yep, leather. All right, that yeah, yep. Favorite color? Black, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spoken like a true metalhead. Black and leather. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Who would you want to see perform live if time or money was no issue? You mean time as in like the time I have or like as the in time, going back in time? Going back in time. For example, uh, going to see any band with a member like Thin Lizzy. So you're, so you're saying like all time, not not like yeah. current present day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If, I mean, then, then I can definitely. An option. Yeah. I mean. The first like early days of Black Sabbath for me, um, would be, would be up there. But like, I mean, I obviously like, well, uh, Iron Maiden also because, well, that's my favorite band. Like if you were to ask me what my absolute favorite band is, it's Iron Maiden. So I would love to have seen them with the Diano era, um, and the early days of the Dickinson era, you know? So if I, if I was able to do that. Definitely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. What was the last thing you watched on YouTube? Last thing I watched on YouTube, um, I mean, I'm on YouTube like all the time. <laughs> I mean, uh, because I, yeah, you know, it's like these days, like everything is on there. Um, I mean, just, I think today morning I was just watching some, like, like some, some, some sports thing, actually, like some, you know, um, highlights show. 
So yeah, that was the last thing I watched today on YouTube. All right. So <laughs> yeah. So you you enjoy sports as well? Yeah, definitely. Actually, that's something that I definitely grew up with a lot more than music. I mean, music was there, but it wasn't like in in heavy metal or anything of that. Um, on uh, that vicinity, you know, um, yeah, I grew up like watching cricket a lot because that's kind of like the sport that people kind of are inbred. Um, it, it's inbred in people in India, like, you know, it's kind of in our blood. So yeah, I grew up with that and, um, a couple of, you know, I played tennis too, like through college and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I still try to keep, try to keep in touch with some of that, you know, um, uh, when I have time and YouTube is awesome because they put up the highlights and then I don't have to watch the whole thing, you know, it's right. just, that's it. Like a five minute recap. I'm like, that's good with me. you know. Definitely. So, so, so yeah. now I can actually ask this question because you're, you're a sports fan because most metalheads aren't sports fans. Yeah. Most overrated, uh, sports team or athlete. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, as you can imagine, like cricket, naturally led me to baseball when I moved to America. Right. right. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm like a very big baseball fan, like for sure. Um, and I, like, I would answer your question with like, uh, I would say Mike Trout big time, you know, over in terms of the most o- overrated athlete, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, I would just say, when people are late, like more than anything else. I mean, I've dealt with that so, so much, like just even in this industry, even with stuff like this, where I'm waiting on somebody to do an interview and stuff like that, you know? So, yeah. For sure. I get <laughs> yeah. it. Yes. Um, for sure. Metalheads usually collect a lot of things. What do you yeah. collect? I mean, in terms of metal, like I, I used to have more of a collection, but now it's just, I'm so focused on the label side of things that I just like, basically downsize my personal collection but at some at one point i did have like i i got up to like over a hundred uh vinyl records you know but i i ended up selling most of them as of right now i don't think like there's anything personally that i that i collect for that matter you know i just have a lot of label merchandise in here you know right. but yeah i mean i guess i used to collect vinyl um and cassettes too for that matter so absolutely and vinyl yeah. you know nobody wants to help you move if you have a bunch of vinyl either. So, Oh yeah. I just actually moved to, to this, uh, to where I am now, like a couple of months ago. And man, that I had to move all that stuff like by myself, man. Oh, wasn't, wasn't fun. <laughs> Dude, I get it. I just recently moved myself and you're right. I had, I had a little bit of help, but like the, the main shit, like the gear. Oh my gosh. It's, it's terrible moving four or eight speaker cabinets. <laughs> Yeah. All right. For the listeners out there, recommend a band that you would you would want somebody to get into. Oh, this is a good one because actually I just literally recommended somebody a band last night while coming back from a show, you know, because there's this, I mean, it's not a band really. It's like more of like a studio project, um, but it's called Master Boot Record. And I mean, I'll just spell it out just in case, you know, it's like Master M-A-S-T-E-R. B-O-T-R-E-C-O-R-D. So it's three words. And it's like this, it, I think it's like an, if I'm not wrong, it's, uh, it's this Italian composer guy. Uh, and he composes, um, his own albums. And it's like very inspired by like classical music and then like kind of old school Metallica type heavy metal 
and um you know uh, those are the two main elements but it's presented in like a very synthesized form you know uh so to me that's just like that really blew my mind and it's funny how it discovered it is because metal blade records released one of his albums in 2020 um so uh, and this guy is so prolific because it's a studio project and he composes like crazy you know like one after the other so he actually really he's released something like 16 albums in the last five years oh my and, gosh yeah in 2020 alone he released three albums so the first one was the one that metal blade released and then he released two more after that by himself so i mean i guess um, because it, it, I mean, it's still relevant to people listening to this, like metalheads, you know, it is still like very metal, but it's different from anything else, you know, definitely. Um, so I would definitely recommend that. And I think this might also probably give people an idea of like what I'm all about, because like you asked me to recommend something and this is what I'm recommending. So, I mean, I'm always looking for groundbreaking stuff like that, you know, to, to promote and to not just to promote, but even just to listen to like on our personal level. You know. Definitely. And that's a lot of albums in, in like five years. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of shit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That's like. Yeah, actually, just today, like, um, because I recommended the same band to a friend of mine last night. And I'm like, I checked today just to make sure that he hasn't released something that I missed, like, in the last two years. But oh I'm like, gosh. all right, I did, I didn't miss anything. Uh, he hasn't released any albums since 2020, but yeah, before that, he released a lot of, lot of albums, you know, which I still, I think I still have to catch up on some of them, you know. <laughs> right. That's like, yeah. that's like Trevor Church numbers, you know, from yeah. Haunt. Yeah. <laughs> Trev- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he does the same thing. I mean, he yeah, released three like albums the, last year too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like the heavy, like the more like the traditional heavy metal side, uh, uh, version of that you know? right yeah. hey it's mark maxwell at maxwell's house of music listen all this stuff is now available to purchase on our website check it out at maxwell's house of music.com we carry all the top brands like fender we got gibson we also have basses we've got ukuleles we've got drums we've got sound gear we've got keyboards It's Gonna Get Weird is the name of the podcast. We're on season two, so you have a whole season to get weird with Frank Green and Scott Clark. The best part is there's always laughter. We have national touring comedians, NFL stars, rock stars, your local friends. It always gets weird. Weird answers. Have y'all ever snorted coke off of a 78 Pinto? No? You ain't no Man. Weird questions. Who had a bigger cocaine habit, Jock Sutherland or Kaywood Ledford? Neither one, because they stopped beating their wives. And weird, we never even thought of. Well, no, my friend is on acid, and I sent my friend to go find a payphone so that I can call and turn myself in for murdering this guy and ruin my life. We love all types of people, but we don't love all people. <laughs> weird. It's good. gonna get weird. Is the name of the podcast available everywhere? And thank you to Big X Sports Radio for being a proud sponsor of It's Gonna Get Weird. Frank Green, Scott Clark. Yeah. As always, links are listed below, so please give a like, a share, and a follow. Go support. Go buy merch from Metal Assault Records. Go buy music from Metal Assault Records because all that stuff that gets you from point A to point B in your life is put out by gentlemen like Andrew here. And, dude, do you have any shout-outs you want to give to anybody today? 
Um, I mean, first of all, to you, thanks for having me on. This is a very interesting uh, interview, something different from the norm, too, you know, so I like it. I like being put on the spot sometimes, you know, so right. that's why I didn't even ask you, like, what, what you were going to ask me or anything, any preparate, preparation or anything like that. So first of all, yeah, thanks to you. And yeah, I mean, uh, basically, um, I want, I would like for people to check out, like, the label roster and if you're local or close enough to them to um our neck of the woods then come check out the anniversary festival um and yeah beyond that everything uh, is online like we uh metalsaltrecords.com that's the website then we are on all the social media pretty easy to find you know at metal assault on instagram at metal assault la on facebook and twitter and um yeah i think um and yeah we have youtube and Everything, yeah. So, hell yeah, yeah, man. And so, as I said, links will be yeah. listed below. So, final question of the day is: What album changed your life? Ah, that is uh, a good one. I mean, you could have started this interview with that because I could go into another hour on this, but right. no, I mean, I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, Iron Maiden is my favorite band of all time, and there's a very, you know, there's like a a solid reason for that, and that's because they were the band that really kind of turned me on to heavy metal in a way where I became passionate for it and it changed, you know, it kind of became a big part of my life. And the album that did that was uh, number of the beast. So that was the first uh, Iron Maiden album that I really listened to in it, in its entirety. I think before that I, I had heard like a couple of songs here and there, like hallowed, which is from number of the beast, right. which is what made me pick it up. Actually. I'm like, okay, I want to listen to the whole album now, you know? So that was the album that changed uh, everything. And I probably wouldn't be doing this now if it wasn't for that. Definitely. And yeah. it is such an iconic album that you get, you know, so many awesome songs that have come out of that, that album. And just like, you know, I think Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner is the perfect album closer for Power Slave. Hallowed is yeah. the perfect album closer, I think, ever. Yeah, and... Uh, also being a closer for them in their live shows for the longest time. Oh, know? yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, there's something I mean, about that. I know that, that album. it's not, yeah, exactly. Like I was going to say, I, I, I know it's probably not even their best because, I mean, after Number of the Beast, I, I took a deep dive into their other stuff. And then there was Power Slave and Peace of Mind and Seventh Sun and so much, you know, Summer in Time, uh, and all that. But, um, yeah, Number of the Beast kind of, it, has its own quality like to me that was the sound that stood out like i hadn't heard anything like that you know before that so right yeah you know well yeah. i i do definitely i definitely think that there's something magical about that that sound that they achieved on that and then because obviously as you said you know there's somewhere in time seven sun power slave peace of mind you know all of those albums that came after that were just they were great but they're still not number of the beast Number yeah. of the Beast put also, them on the map. That, yeah, plus the, also that was like the first one with Bruce. So maybe that's also why it was like a rejuvenation, you know, for the band and just the, everything about it. You know, it was like starting again almost, you know. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. Dude, yeah. Andrew, thank you so much for coming into the Metal Forge this week. This has been an awesome interview. I've enjoyed talking with you. And you've got the Metal Forge's support 100% for anything that you do going forward. Hey, um, it was a pleasure talking to you as well, man. Thanks again for having me and 
yeah uh, shout out to everybody listening to this and um yeah uh, stay keep listening to heavy metal check out master boot record check out metal is all records <laughs> absolutely so on our way out today we're gonna listen to some haunted garage this is with the evil dead Thank you all for tuning into this week's episode of the Metal Forge. I want to take a minute to remind you guys about the Patreon page. Over on the Patreon page, we have the tiers set up to support the production of the show. We feature the Down and Dirty, which is just a buck. There's nothing special for that one. It just sends me a thank you because every dollar helps. Then there's the Double Down and Dirty. Much akin to the Down and Dirty tier, everything helps produce the show in the end. You make your presence known, and I appreciate that more than you realize. Thank you for being a dedicated friend and supporter to the Metal Forge. By selecting that tier, you will receive some cool Metal Forge stickers in your mailbox. Now, we're really going to start pounding the metal madness with the Apprentice Metalhead for just $5 a month. 
By becoming an apprentice metalhead, you'll be given early access to the shows, published 24 hours before everyone else gets it. You're also going to receive three entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You're also going to receive a 10% discount on all Metal Forge merch, and you're going to receive a sweet Metal Forge patch for your battle jacket or backpack. And now, here is the big one. This is the Master Metalhead for just $10 a month. By becoming a Master Metalhead, you will receive a hand-numbered Metal Forge Master Metalhead membership card. You're going to be given early access to the shows as well, with 36 hours before everyone else. You're going to receive five entries in any contest that we do here at the Metal Forge. You'll be able to submit audio questions that I will use on the show of you asking questions to the upcoming guests. Remember, timing is everything, and you will need to keep up with the upcoming guest list on the website. You're also going to receive advanced knowledge of any new merch coming out and be given a 25% discount on all Metal Forge merch. And you're also going to get all of the other rewards from the other tiers. So visit patreon.com slash Metal Forge Radio today and help support the Metal Forge. Rock on.